welcome to Spot Growth, the podcast dedicated to pediatric speech, physical, and occupational therapists. We explore strategies, insight, and success stories to help you elevate your practice. Join us as we spot growth together. Hey, welcome to the Spot Growth Podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Marshall, with Extra Mile Billing. And today we have an exciting interview with an expert in small business finance. So if today you're feeling overwhelmed by bookkeeping, accounting, or maybe even how to set up your business, well, I think this episode is for you. So make sure you grab a cup of coffee, sit back, and enjoy the conversation. Now let's get started. So our guest today is Jeremy Brown. He's the owner and founder of Carry Hub Accounting Group in Florida. So Carry Hub helps uh, small businesses modernize and streamline their accounting, bookkeeping, and payroll systems to get a better understanding of their financial situations, allowing them to make more informed decisions for the future. So Jeremy, you know, just tell me a little bit about what that means and, and you know, what's the value of this service and, and what does that provide for your clients? Yeah, good question. Well, thanks for having me on. Um, you know, we say... We like to specialize in working with social entrepreneurs. Uh, so these are people who've got a passion to, you know, make their community a better place. And they typically do so with inside of their business. And so they, they hit the market. Um, they want to incorporate. They want to start, you know, maybe a counseling practice um, or, you know, working with um, kiddos and all these different kinds of things or like a, a doctor office uh, group of doctors. And so, they they studied and specialized in helping people, but they potentially didn't really study and specialize in finance. And that's typically the kind of client yeah. we work with. And that's kind of the value we provide. Um, and basically show them if you get your financial practices correct, especially early on, you're going to benchmark your business for a lot of growth. And what that results when these people, like they want to help people, but if they can't yeah. grow their business, their ability to help people is going to go down. And so that's kind of our passion. Uh, you build those financial okay. things, you're going to help more people. So, so yeah, I guess let's start from the very beginning. So we have a lot of listeners who are really just thinking about, you know, beginning to incorporate. They're like, I don't know where to start. So how should our spot businesses incorporate in order to plan for the growth long-term? That's a good question. Uh, one thing I would, I would explain is even what incorporating is most people confuse it. And so think about having a, having a child. So when you're, when your kid is born, he's born in a, you know, he or she's born in the state of Florida. So that's your birth certificate. And from there you go to register them with the IRS with their social security number. And so from a business perspective, your business is going to be born in the state that you're in. And the next step is to register it with the IRS. So the, the recommendation to, to birth your business, we would say an LLC in the state that you live in. So you've, your business is now born. And so the next thing is the IRS says, you got to tell me about this business, just like your child, right? Your child's born. You got to tell me yeah. your child exists. Same For thing sure. with the business. And so the second layer is there's two key ways to incorporate S Corp or C Corp. Uh, almost no one, especially starting off, needs a C corporation. It gets very complicated. So S Corp is the way to go. So there's really two spots you have to 
birth your business inside of your state and we go with LLC. Okay. And then the second piece, which you could do on the IRS website is get your EIN and set it up as an S corp right away. If you don't, it can be complicated to set it up as an S corp later. Yeah. There is like a timeline there, isn't there? It's just like yeah. you have to declare as an S corporation within a certain time frame. Is that right? Yep. And then if not, you typically find firms like us and it's a, it's a good amount of work and money to fix it. So if you can get it right the first time, you're going to set yourself up for success. So there is a real benefit, like a financial benefit to going and, and declaring as an S corporation versus just staying as an LLC. Can you explain that at all? Yeah. So there's going to be tax benefits. It's going to be scaling as well. If you're, if you have a desire to help more people and grow your business and hire staff, S Corp is going to be the way to go. There'll be more protection along the way. Gotcha. So um, as you're going through and working with clients and, you know, kind of unraveling some of the, some of the finance um, challenges, bookkeeping, counting, payroll systems, what are the biggest challenges that you see small businesses facing over and over and over as they become clients? Well, I think it's even layered above the financial part. It's they don't have systems or their systems are just very messy or not clear. Um, one of the things I like telling them, uh, you know, a small business owner or somebody looking to start you know, really to grow their company is you can have maybe not great people running great systems and your business will grow. But mm -hmm. The reverse isn't true. You can have great people, but if they're running really poor systems, you're almost always going to go out of business. Oh, that's very interesting. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, so really, I mean, as long as you have the system, the system should take care of whatever skill level the staff is. Exactly. And if you do both, that's when you typically have like rocket ship growth. Like you have excellent yeah. systems being run by excellent people then mm -hmm. you will beat your competition. But it starts with systems, Most, especially the social entrepreneurs, right? They want to help people. They got Absolutely. a lot of passion, a lot of big vision. But it's really hard to just sit down with Excel and Microsoft Word and just figure out what system is needed to run my business. And so we, we then do that within that we've already built the systems for the finance part. So that's where we typically can uh, encourage outsourcing it's not it's not expensive but it's all those systems are built so you don't have to go through months of like writing out a ton of sops inside of your finance department yeah yeah i think you know I, when i was just getting started uh in business i read a really good book called the e-myth yeah. um so e is it like echo the e-myth and it was all about this it was all about creating these systems so that when people do leave or when people do transition away from your business, they're not taking all the resident knowledge with them. You, you, you can just take any, anybody else, you know, that, that you want to hire and kind of plug them back into that system. So you're not just, you know, that turnover uh, of employees, which, you know, it's happening a lot more lately, um, especially in smaller businesses. Uh, it just doesn't, it doesn't hurt you as much. So yeah, I'd, I'd definitely encourage people to, to, get the e-myth on audible or, uh, yeah. or pick it up that was a, a really good read helped me a lot it's a good book yeah. um so then 
what you said there kind of leads me into that this next question is like, what are some of the mistakes that, that small businesses owners are, are making that they can easily avoid maybe? Yeah. So the kind of continuing on with outsourcing, outsourcing has become more affordable probably than ever in the last 30 years with um, the help of technology. Uh, so one, you could quickly find a lot more options. Um, but just, yeah, just using outsourcing and not thinking you have to do it all yourself. Um, even something as simple as incorporating a business, it's not hard to get a professional <laughs> to do it for a few hundred dollars. And it's it's worth it because if you get that S-Corp thing, again, back to that, if you get it wrong, it's going to cost you a lot more later anyways. So you don't always save money when you try to do it all yourself. And what you have, you're faced with too, is a lot of months of just learning stuff the hard way and just yeah. tons of time you're putting into just doing something that's already been built. Like don't reinvent the wheel uh, and outsourcing is not super expensive. So, Yeah, that's so true. And, and just the fact that, you know, we're not experts at everything and we, you know, as business owners, we try and bootstrap it and, and do those things ourselves to save money. Um, but Gosh, I mean, I can't tell you how much stress I took off my plate when I outsourced my bookkeeping or my payroll. I mean, it was just, it was that, <laughs> you know, and, and not to not to put too fine a point on it, but Jeremy actually does our bookkeeping and our payroll. So, you know, it's, it really is uh, just a, a huge load off of my shoulders, you know, every other week when, uh, you know, we get these reports delivered and I'm just like, yeah, it's fine. It's already done. <laughs> so... Um, yeah, so I guess just Jeremy, if you could just tell us a little bit about Carry Hub, a little bit about your business and, and what you do. Yeah, well, you know, even, you know, talking about you as, a, as an example, working with, we work with a lot of small businesses that are, you know, entering the technology game when it comes to finance and trying to figure out how to use payment processors, how to analyze processing fees. So like, as you're looking to outsource, whether it's finance or something else or billing or something like that, just ask your, the person you're outsourcing to just say, how does this pay for itself? Typically who you're going to outsource to is going to not only save you money, but make you money. Yes. Um, so something we do with even bigger organizations uh, we worked with, uh, and this is much larger, but we work with uh, about a 10 million organization and changed this is much higher level, but we changed their investment structure and mm -hmm. now they're yielding about 350,000 more. So wow. you take our costs for six months and then get that. I mean, they've, they've 10 X their investment basically uh, over three years. So that's how you want to look at it. When you're, when you're meeting with somebody you're going to outsource, outsource with, just say, how are you going to at least two X my investment the first year and then over, yes a period of years can you get to five X. So don't get stuck on how much it costs. There's going to be a return. If they're an expert, they're going to make you more money than they cost you. So that's, that's so basically what we do. You say like, what do we do? We, we try to like demyth like people like finance is a really, really big deal within your company. And if you don't know mm -hmm. your numbers, you better partner with somebody that's going to have sweat in the game with you and care about profit probably even more than you do, uh, especially at first, but they'll keep you focused on money in a good way because money is just fuel to, to grow a business. And if what you're doing in your business is good, you're helping people, you want it to grow. 
Well, thank you so much, Jeremy, um, really for sharing your your valuable insights with us today. It's been a great conversation. Um, to our listeners, make sure to check out carryhub.com. That's K-A-R-I hub, carryhub.com for more information and to see if Jeremy's approach might be a good fit for your business. Uh, thanks, Jeremy. Appreciate you uh, coming on today. Thank you, Aaron. Appreciate you. And thanks for joining us this week on the Spot Growth Podcast. If you enjoyed the discussion, please leave us a review. And if you have any ideas for topics that you'd like to learn more about, please send those to the podcast link at extramilebilling.com.